going on, gang? It's your boy Ticket Ten Mill here. Gang, gang, this is Rocks a lot from the On the Rocks podcast. We out here. And we're your real heads coming at you live on another Monday. Ooh, Manic ooh, Mondays, ooh, baby. Ooh. Manic Mondays, baby. My Monday was super busy. I swear, I got there. I got to work at like nine. I look up and it was like eleven forty-five, and I'm like, oh no wonder I'm feeling like I'm super hungry. Yeah, man, it was one of the Mondays, man. We had people switching departments, people starting off on new things. So I had to get there early, had to stay a few minutes late. And whenever I stayed like three minutes past five, it's really important that you acknowledge I stayed three minutes past five. You Do you watch <laughs> HGTV at all? Nah, nah, I try not to. Them people oh. have really basic jobs with amazing budgets. Bruh, so. they be lying, dog. They be <laughs> yeah. lying. Ladies like, yeah, you know, I make 100000 as a as a uh, pre-K teacher. And it's like, where? Yeah, you're Where? a part-time Walmart greeter, and your budget is $1.2 million? Okay. <laughs> exactly. No, but <laughs> okay. I've been, like, watching, like, the uh, Million Dollar Homes or the Lottery the lottery Home, Dream Home or whatever joints yeah. that they have. And yeah. a lot of these people be winning off of scratch-offs. So now I just, every time I go get gas, I just be copping about two, three scratch-offs. Listen, man, I live in Norfolk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't come out here talking about you're going to pick up some lottery tickets. I'm fighting you. I'm fighting the old lady in front of y'all. I'm just trying to get like $8 in gas. I don't oh, need to stand bro. behind you spending your life savings on lottery tickets Duh. in front of me. They be the worst. And then they actually want to like physically write it down. Like choose oh, yeah, your numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they sitting here with like eight to nine pieces of paper. Like move to the side, make your selection, and then scan the Voltron uh, cheat or whatever it is. <laughs> <The> Voltron <laughs> See, down here, the Wawa, they have like a whole lottery vending machine. Mm-hmm. But the 7-Elevens, you still got to go up to the counter oh, and do the yeah. whole algebraic transaction. And that, sir, at 7.45 in the morning when right. I got to be at work at 8 and I'm just trying to stop here to get a drink or something. Right. And you already on it with like nineteen dollars of very specific lottery orders. Hey, right. don't get me started, man. I'm out here in Norfolk, man. Don't yeah, I was about started. to say they do have the vending machines at the ones here. You just put your debit card in there, boop boop. No, oh, I mean Wawa, yeah, yeah. But the Seven Elevens, they ain't caught up to that technology God, yet. They ain't man. there yet. Why? Yeah, it's, I don't know, man, because it's like a thousand Seven Elevens out there, man. I can't. They can't switch them all up overnight. There's right. like six good Wawas in Norfolk, but like there's like fifty nine Seven yeah. Elevens. You know what I mean? Man, I woke up on Friday feeling really, really lucky. Mm. I don't know why. Like, I felt real lucky. So it was like, <laughs> I woke up feeling lucky. I went and got my lottery tickets. When I went to park at my job, literally the first parking spot in front of the building was right there. I'm like, oh, oh today's, to my, today's my day, bro. Meant to be. It was meant to be. Man, I scratched off the first joint. It said 50000 I said, oh, oh, But it, it didn't happen. <laughs> I ended up. I ended up the spending six dollars. You was that excited on the first scratch, bro? I just saw fifty, and I was like, "Oh, we about to hit the big." Oh man! But like the first, I only got three tickets, and then I ended up winning four dollars. And then you know, you take that four dollars and go respend it again because you were planning on spending it. It's what you planned on spending in the first place. It was either you're gonna eat, drink that six dollars, so you might as well flip six to a hundred million. <laughs> I mean, it's just, just like that, baby. Just you know like what I mean? that. Like, that sounds like how a lot of Ponzi schemes started while we on the subject. No, what a Ponzi scheme <laughs> is Drake rebundling all of his track listings and giving us 12 years worth of memories that had me and Brittany up until 3 a.m. rekindling life. Yeah, that was a Ph.D. level segue, too, by the way. I want to I want to point that out. I yeah, can't I let that go past. <laughs> but no, um, I, too, did not stay up late waiting for the songs I already had. But first thing in the morning, 
uh, before work. It was probably about 5.30 because real old head shit. I wake up too early. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be up at 5.30, but I'm up at 5.30. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did hit play. You know what I mean? It was about 5.45. I hit play just to just to get the sound off. And then it's like a, it's like one of the movies that just take you through like a tunnel of time. Yeah. And you instantly flash back to 2009 when you were vulnerable. No, straight up. <laughs> it was probably when you were vulnerable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, we were trying to figure it out. Back when you had feelings, but nobody knew yet. We were trying to figure it out because she she was saying like Drake was the first person to make music for women. I'm like, not really. It's just the simple fact that he was in touch with his emotions and wasn't scared to share them back then through song without it being like, I lost you. You lost me. Can you hear me? I can hear you. You here with me? I can hear you. Go again. Yeah, we out here. (laughs) Don't you hate that you got to unplug and replug? That's what happens when messing with Skype, man. Stay live, baby. But um, no, I thought it was dope. I stayed up late waiting for it. Um, I thought it was real dope. It took you back in time. Um, I I think it was real smart to just give the fans the songs they love from you in a way they can they in a way they can appreciate. It was was easier now. I mean, they said he was about to sell 124,000 copies of just an old playlist? Like, come on. I mean, this shit's quadruple platinum on the East Streets, baby. You Yo, know what I mean? The on East the interwebs. Hey, we were going on, like, YouTube looking at the songs or whatever. Download like, YouTube. Most of them shit. joints is, like, 25 million views. It's like, bro, why didn't you should have been done this? You don't even know about the uh, the misnamed SoundCloud links that's, that's out there. That's what Brittany like, was like. You gotta, she was like, some of these songs, I had to go to his page and scroll all the way down to the bottom just to play some of those songs. Yeah, man. And some people repost them and change the name so they don't come down. It's a lot, right, Or you, they got to like make it a little bit faster. She was like, oh, this one's going to sound weird because the tempo ain't speed. Yep. Up. That's like... exactly how it used to be. But, <laughs> I mean, I... I got OG versions that hit the net back in like 2009, 2010, but I yeah. just had them for that many years. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I remember when it was a struggle to get them songs. Nigga, I can't even get on here and say, I don't know if it was you, and I think it was you, you emailed me the motion in Petersburg. Yeah. So it was the motion. It was like trust issues. It was a couple of them joints that didn't yeah. make uh, nothing was the same mm-hmm. that you sent me on some bootleg shit that I was smuggling in on the MP3 player. My yeah, real yeah. ones don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, like you sent me those. So like that's a whole moment in time for me. Like that the motion. That's one of my. That was one of my top three non-release Drake songs. Was the motion. I love that joint. I, I was so torn with Drake back in the day because you got to think like he gave us like. Um... Um, what is it? Overjoint? Was that the name of the song? What's the name of the joint? It's far oh. from over. Um, oh, it's, uh, I think it was. Uh, it's over. Yeah. So he I would don't... give us. He would give us that, and then he would turn around and say, "Let's go home. Going home." It was mad it's like what the it was what is mad this? frustrating at first. He'd give you all the bars you wanted in the yeah. world and then turn around and hit you with a melody for the single. Right. And but I'm it like, was but wild why? calculated. Because it was so it was super calculated. Look where his career's at now. It yeah, was wild you, you calculated. Give a, you give a scorpion, so A side is me, B side is whoever else that likes that. He never he never let you box him in from album one. He didn't want to be boxed in and he that's let you know from jump I mean shit from the mixtape. He let you know from the mixtape you was not gonna box him into one side or the other. What he was, was so like he was scary not- about Drake that all the older rappers were that concerned? Uh they I mean, it wasn't even just older rappers, it was rappers. Everybody Everyone was concerned yeah. because he figured out how to tap that vein, my nigga. Like he tapped that vein. Yeah, but at that like point in time, it wasn't and like vulnerability. He tapped it in a way that Kanye only flirted with. 
He went all the way in, like he mainlined that yeah, shit. Kanye like, flirted with it on 808s and heartbreaks, and no, like, no, no. Well, yeah, yeah, on 808s, but yeah. Kanye was super vulnerable, and he had a reason to go that far. But Kanye pushed the envelope because of what happened, the tragedy in his life, and yeah. Drake. With all that space Kanye gave us musically, Drake yeah. filled in some of that space with some regular nigga tragedy. Like yeah. I asked the girl to play my music, and she was like, "Can we yeah. put on move?" Right? Bitch? She said, "This is <laughs> like, cool." She was cool, but can we listen to Ludacris? Like, God dang! You know true. what I mean? So yeah. like, he filled that space with a, a, a vulnerability that didn't go as far as Kanye's vulnerability, but was still a real ass vulnerability That's that everybody fact. had. That's like nobody fact. wanted to admit to being 808's level of vulnerable. Yeah. But you can admit to like freshman in college levels of vulnerability. But, dog, like, you got to think though, man. Kanye set off the first song, the first verse. Why, why she make calls out the blue? It don't get no vulnerable than that. You already know where he about to go. I mean, we like four bar beats in. <laughs> why would she make calls out the blue? And that just immediately tears start running down your face. We all want to know what inspired you to make this call out. Because I don't ever believe it's really out of the blue. Right. I don't believe it's out of the blue. You don't. And it'd be at the worst. It, you'd be on Virginia Beach Strip at like nine forty-five or something like. And then you look down your phone. You'd be like, "What?" See, the trick, the manipulative part is for them to make you think it was intuition mm-hmm. that made them make that call out the blue. But it wasn't no call out the blue. It wasn't. So yeah, but Drake he took that and amplified it. I mean, mm-hmm. by by ten. But yeah. then at the same mm-hmm. time, he just made it more relatable. He brought it down to a micro level where, you know, you could just relate to what he was saying. You've been there, all of us. No matter how cool you are, you remember liking somebody who didn't like you back. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that's everybody. So but who was along the line? Was Drake first, then Kendrick, then Sean, then Cole? How did that? What? How did that whole thing? Oh, it was definitely Drake, then Sean, then yeah. Kendrick, and because- then Cole. Okay, so I'm gonna go Drake. I mean, Cole is tough. Yeah, I'm about to like, say it might have been Cole right there with him at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I think it came Cole out at the same time. He kind of had a false start. No, because you know what, sequels. Cole was on some of those those um, lost songs though. I think it was Drake, Cole, Sean, and then Kendrick, and then Kendrick. Yep. Right, because how Cole you feel had... about Sean's new songs? You know, this is kind of like putting a nigga on the spot when it comes to things. But uh, Big Sean has a long way to go before he's impressing me again. Let's just put it that way. Um, he It's been a couple years since he's done anything that mm-hmm. I was interested in that piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. But that last single against song. Yeah, that single gets, against song I ain't like. Why he gets props for putting his ex on a song about being single, no matter how the fuck it worked out. <laughs> uh, it's, it's real bland to me. It's real vanilla. It's real. It does nothing for me. The, little, the other song he did. It was getting okay, but then he switched the verse up, and I couldn't tell. Uh, he switched the beat up, and I couldn't even tell if he was on beat anymore. So, I, I don't like know, the that. First I like that one better than the uh, single one. I started listening to the single one, and he started doing that pity pity. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good, Sean. Yeah, he's not showing the vocal growth, the vocal, the range in vocal growth. Like he still sounds like the same ninth grade Big Sean that got to deal with no, Kanye. But, you know what? I'm cool with that though, as long as he's giving us the bars and the song because. I mean, what these past three albums have been that, and they've been dope. I don't know if he, I don't know if he, I don't know if he's doing what he thinks he's doing. I don't know if he's as interesting as he thinks he is anymore. That's what I'm, that's what I'm gonna say about it. He's oh, not as interesting as he thinks right, he is anymore. He took, he took a hiatus and got he took a hiatus together. and got himself together and was fucking with Janae Cole and had to go to therapy. Like, bro, we yeah. been, we all been to therapy, but you got to come back with some better stories, and <laughs> that's for certain. So, I mean, maybe his album will come back with that new introspective side, but I feel like he's trying to go that route already, and it didn't work for him. Like, he tried to go deep, pause, and, and like, it didn't, 
you know, it didn't work for him. So Jeez. we'll see. Uh, speaking of therapy, since we were on Twitter heavy today, did you see Chance the Rapper's tweets? Yes. Holy smokes. I took screenshots of it just in case he deleted them. I want to read these. <clears throat> yeah. Chance was, uh, Chance he's been was going through a, a lot. Bean. But you know what? It makes sense to what we were saying last week. The album wasn't there, bro. The album just, it just wasn't there. What was them tweets talking about? Oh, I mean, no, I, I you know what? It wasn't me and you talking because you said you had to listen to it 80 times in order to like it once. But me and other people talked and was like, yeah, there was like four times? songs. There was four songs up there that was good. I got I got eight out of it. I got eight songs on it that I thought were pretty good. Eight songs of out features. of what? Out of 28? 22 minus three or four skits. So we're talking about eight out of maybe 17. Uh, you know, he's batting a pretty good average if this is with the 90s. Bro. <laughs> No, close the door. What are you doing? Anthony, <laughs> love trying to break in when I'm doing the show. But Chance um, is batting a pretty good average if it's with the 90s. I thought it was a pretty decent album. Every song wasn't for me, but people really, really hated this nigga making an album about loving his wife. Yeah, no. he uh, Right. Did you see the, the <laughs> breakdown where they were like how many times he mentions his wife, how many bars were about his wife? I didn't see the breakdown, but oh, I definitely saw the backlash dog. and like I saw... I saw a lot. They like, like it, really broke down like how many um oh my gosh, what is it called? Metaphors he had. Meta- okay. Yeah, how many metaphors he had. It was like a thousand something, whatever. It was crazy. So he started off the day with I'm getting this crazy feeling that people want me to kill myself. Yeah, those tweets. That was this morning. God Th- damn the news cycle. That's was what I was saying. That was this morning. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, like last week. Um Oh, he did delete a whole bunch of them. See? I knew he was gonna do that. Oh no. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because he went on. Because he tried to backtrack a little bit he and did. say, well, you know, I'm not saying I'm going to kill myself. Like, I feel that, like that's what y'all want. Right. He was like, that's not my vibe at all, but I feel the push. And I feel like even more than that, some people want me to feel ashamed. Shame is heavy, yo. And feeling shame for something that you were once prideful about is super heavy. What's really weird is that music is the number one thing that influences how I feel on the daily. Like, can really push me to one side or the other. And that's mm. super raw to me because I'm sure there's other people that get their fuel from music. So for anybody out there that texts me the past few days, I appreciate you. And I'm happy being able to spend time with my family and do a lot of things that I used to do before I got so wrapped up in making this project. And mm. I want to let some of these feelings go because that's what Twitter's for. For people to say exactly what's on their hearts. And the number one thing that's <laughs> been on my heart and has been reaffirmed in the last week that I am now 100% sure of, I love my wife. And then he just said, I, I want to reiterate that I don't want to kill myself, nor am I ashamed of loving my wife. I think I just wanted to say out loud that I see the vibes. You see the backlash because your album won't good. It has nothing to do with your wife or you or nothing. It's just you didn't put together a good project that we waited for for, what, four years? We waited for this project for like four years. Well, Color and Book came out in 2016, so it that was It felt like 18 years ago. I don't think it was a bad project. I feel I like Eddie, that... Are You Okay and Color and Book came out at the same time. <laughs> It's Annie, are you okay? Whatever, it's the same people. <laughs> I, I feel like, I do feel like he raised the bar really high, and I feel like people were disappointed after the hype he built. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was a bad album. Um, I'm somebody who, I don't think it was a bad album. Maybe he made an album that was ahead of the time of his uh, age group, or the group of people he was shooting for. You know they what? weren't ready for him to... 
you know, they weren't ready for him to be a fully committed monogamous ass nigga. Did but you? I don't know. I don't know. I thought the music was good. I didn't think it was bad. I mean, I thought it wasn't for everybody, but I didn't think it was like terrible. I mean, I listened to the album like five times. I didn't even realize he was talking about his fucking wife until like the third time. Yeah, I don't think I don't really care about the whole wife thing. I mean, that's cool if you want to talk about your wife if you can flip it in a cool way. But you doing something in Vogue? You doing? Are you doing? Liquor house music? Are you doing house music? Are you doing dance music? You, then you give me a trap band. He was beat. just catching the vibe. No, I, I think big vibe. I think a, I think a big day was like his like his honeymoon or like his wedding reception or like his cookout or something. It was like the cookout maybe that he proposed to her at. A lot of the songs felt like cookout music. Crusted CD for his cover art. It felt like cookout music. You know what I mean? I felt like he was trying to set a vibe, a summertime vibe. I mean, before I, before the internet tainted my opinion, I kind of thought I knew what he was doing. But then after, I got on Twitter and I was like, God damn, I, I don't know what the fuck he was going for now. But Well, here's, thought- a, here's the thing, too, because, like, you know, I'll be on Twitter, but I, don't, I laugh when people go crazy on Twitter comments because sometimes they just be completely wrong. And albums that I think is good be completely good. But then, you know, you start getting phone calls because people know that we do this, right? Right, so You start right. getting those phone calls. They be like, hey, man, you uh, you listen to that Chance album? And I'm like, yeah, I listen to the Chance album. They be like, you know, what, what, do you, what do you think? I was like, I ain't like it. There was like four songs up there. Oh, my God, thank you. I, I thought it was me. I tried to listen to like three, five times. and It just it wasn't doing anything for me. That's crazy though, man. Yeah, so if I would have been like, "Oh, it's fire," they'd be like, "Oh, yeah, 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 I heard it, I heard it." Click. <laughs> I think, I think, you know what? It's weird to me because, like, I think I went into it more open minded than his fans went into it. I'm almost wondering, like, what his fans even expected. To me, because it feels like a growth of coloring book. You might not like the subject matter, but musically, it feels like growth. It feels the songs feel tighter. It, he feels it feels like his talent has grown, and you might not like all the songs, but. I was kind of blown away at all the the, the uh, pushback he was getting. Like it was no, funny. He was telling he was literally telling people to suck his dick when they yeah. were criticizing his album. I, right. I, that was that, it's like wow, chance. Wow. That was to show you how mad he is and how sensitive artists You're, are yeah, about yo, the music. You are you tight about that shit? Yeah, huh? that, that's crazy. But you know what? I went into it open minded too because how I was playing playing it. I played it out loud, knowing that I was going to have to enjoy the vibe. And then, but certain songs came out, and I was like, well, what the hell is this? What, well, what he did have that one song where the dude or somebody was just literally yelling some shit. It was like da 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 da. That at that point, I had to take a break from my listening and uh, <laughs> you know, kind of proceed at a later date where I could skip past that song. But I, I was able to appreciate more of it than I thought I would. I didn't even know. I didn't even realize I was any kind of fan of Chance. Like it's been so long since he put out any music that wasn't a Doritos commercial. Oh. I didn't know what kind of music he made anymore, for he real. Done, he done set back his music about 52, 11 years. That's probably why his album sound like that, because of that Dorito karma. Dorito karma. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he sold out for the bag, and he his did. next album was a drag, nigga. Yeah, right, that's up. terrible. Straight that's up. Wild. Did you listen to other any other new albums this week? I've been playing a lot of YBN Cordae. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I played I some of it on my show uh, the other day. Um, I, I'm rocking with it. Like I can't believe the kid. I know he didn't sell no damn CDs, mm-hmm. but I saw I see his performance clips, and I think that for artists at his at his level, it don't those even performances, matter. Yeah. yeah, like I've been to Rolling Loud and mm-hmm. seen these guys you barely even hear of. Yeah, like the double X, like the the ones below the double X for double XL cover. Mm-hmm. I seen those guys rock like. 
15,000 people crowds. They don't right. give a fuck what we think. You right. know what I mean? They don't. They out here. This is festival and, season. And, you know, the unfortunate thing about it is when you're saying like, you know, they're out, they're only projected to sell 28,000 copies of their album. That's because streaming has messed it up. So because those 15,000 people that are listening to it, they're listening to it on their phones because they're in the age group where they don't need to buy a CD. They're going to listen to it on the 14.99 that they pay a month for their subscription. The most important part about that to remember is if the streams equal 28,000 in sales, that means it probably was streamed 11 million times or some shit. Right. Like there's there's millions of streams right. that equal 28,000 in sales because right. of how they calculate it. Right. But how much is the stream worth and what's the data worth? Like how we much is the stream cost? We, we don't know. We so don't they, know. They, 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 they get their own imaginary valuation. So I say for somebody like YBN Corday who put out a high quality project for a dude under 25 or whatever, mm-hmm. like this shit was it was I great. Think it's like right? 19. Yeah, it was a great project. That sales shit shouldn't matter because I seen the video of him at his shows. I seen yeah. him with 20,000 people rocking and right. him killing shit. That's how right. that's how he's going to grow right now. Well, that's how you know what they're doing is what they're doing because of the people that they have at their venues. I can see if he was performing for 100 people and only selling 28,000 copies, but you right. can't play nobody now and say you only make 28 you only sold 28,000 copies. You're, you're trash and be like, no, nah, because I can go ahead and have this whole arena filled out within two days. Hey, speaking of arenas filled out, um, I think I saw someone on Twitter earlier that Russ has mm-hmm. sold out like a 10,000 seat venue in Egypt. Wow. 10,000. And there's video of it. 10,000 seat wow. venue in Egypt. And That's I can't crazy. name one Russ song Russ, I, for ten thousand dollars, you don't listen I couldn't to Russ? name one Russ song, not even a little bit. I couldn't name one Russ song. Yo, I can't, I, I can't, I can't either. But I've listened to Russ albums. You never listened to any Russ albums? Nah, nah. I probably should check his ass out. Say, he over to Egypt doing ten thousand a damn show. You should listen to it. You, you would like it. It's just that um, he, he's a rapidy rapper. He raps, raps. Okay, raps. But it really sounds always... good, and he makes his own beats. But he raps. And I can always appreciate that. Yeah, I might have to check him out though. Cause he's he's I mean I I respect his business savvy I respect all the shit I see from him but I mean he don't need me to be listening to his music clearly because niggas in Egypt <laughs> right that's a fact speaking of rapidy rappers our featured artist of the week hey hopefully one day he'll be performing in Egypt and I'll be backstage like mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> our very own El Capitan Mr J Sinatra. Uh, okay. He is a part of Oh, Jay Sinatra, yeah Yeah, the Broken Hearts music group, Familia You know, it's all in the family here uh, I don't even need a bio Because pretty much we done interviewed the man He done did a locked in with us He done did another feature artist of the week performance He's back with a new EP And he sent me two tracks And I was going to hold on to him But then I was like, you know what I'm just going to give him his own show Because it is El Capitan himself. Uh, he's okay. from Orlando, Florida. Let's get into the first song of the day. This one's called Lord Willing. I'm going to play this one first because it reminds me of the clips. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All <laughs> right, let's get into it. Jason Sinatra, Lord Willing. It's a different type of cloth now 
Young nigga leveled up. Listen to these new niggas. Good luck trying to level up. We trying to get our bread up. Lord knows they never fed us. Being broke got us fed up. This crown heavy, but I gotta keep my head up. Yeah, shit never scared us. Was too busy trying to run shit. It's about the size of a period. Small circles what I run with. Went from doing dumb shit to trying to make it on the Forbes list. Too many greats came before us. Nigga, we just trying to keep the torch lit. Nah, they don't really hear us. See our vision as the picture gets clearer. The top couldn't be any nearer. I see a king when I'm staring in his mirror. Huh, young nigga, the one nigga. Let me see your resume, what you done, nigga. Look at what I have become, nigga. Still standing here after staring at a gun, nigga. Real. Everybody always talking about like setting a bar, raising a bar, everything with this bar. Like, do I look like a club owner to y'all? I'm not doing all of that. I don't set no bars. When you see me, you see me walk in the room, you already know what it is. You know that I am the fucking bar. I move with some kings. Works to Richie, yeah, we on a better things. Yeah, nigga peep my regime. Family over everything's a tune that we seen. Uh, we gotta realize this dream. Niggas talking about rings, but they don't fit the team. Huh, bada boom, bada bing. Watch the prince become a king, man, I feel like Hakeem. Yeah, that's royalty. I'm favored by the gods. Fucking right, they anointed me. Product of the hustle, but a nigga really corporacy. Rappers talking records, I advise you at the accordingly. Huh, I laugh when they talk about rhymes. Talk about running shit, three laps behind. Let me meditate, I need to relax my mind before I snap on these rappers, turn this shit to Columbine. Huh, a legend I defined since I wrote my first rhyme, and I knew this shit was mine. Huh, nigga trying to spoil his moms. All my niggas on they jobs. Real clean in this coop, not a slob. BHMG, low key, we the mob. Nigga, are you Stevie on the blind? We got millions on our minds. Just give us a little time, we'll get it. Yo, you ever be out and about and somebody staring at you and you're like, yo, what, like, what is it you looking at? Don't get mad at that. Don't be mad at that. Yo, you the shit. People looking at you because you the shit. They trying to figure out what they got to do to be the shit like you. Take that shit as a compliment. our featured artist of the week Jay Sinatra Lord willing product my bad I got caught up in it and started playing <laughs> the next song <laughs> okay but I didn't know you had industry quality level MCs coming through no, and lacing I'm, you with beats you know, Jay Sinatra and the whole camp definitely are solid individuals when it comes to recording their music and that little reverb echo that he had on that joint he didn't even have to put ad-libs up there he was just letting the joint ride 
that was that low that low pass filter you put on that mm. jank when you bring it under water for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah, that was man. clean. That was crisp. That was well recorded. The bars was there. Like and like I said, I'm always a sucker for a dope rap voice, mm. man. Like anytime somebody come through with that already built in rap voice, oh my god. Hey, then you would like his projects because both of his projects are super dope. I gotta uh, check him out. What was the one? Uh, I think his first one was called Act or something like that. Act. Act seven, I believe, where he yeah, had I need the to track twist that. No, the whole thing is hard. That that one is hard, and then this one he just dropped is dope too. So shout yeah. out to him, man. First song of the evening, Lord Willing. Lord Willing. Who made the beat? That's what Lord Willing. Lord Willing is streaming somewhere where I can go ahead and uh, get them links because I'm I'm loving that I'm adding a lot of these artists that we listening to to my mm-hmm. my streaming uh, playlist, and it's just dope. Like mixing them all in because they sound just as good next to your Meeks, your Quavos, there your Beat the Signals. All that you see it, you see it in the chat. Black is the album, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sham got Scotty in the building. What's going on? Coach Savage in the building. What's going on, everybody? Yeah, that was definitely, definitely dope. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope on all platforms. There you go. So you'll be able to uh, pull it up wherever you need to pull it up at. I'm out there. I'm out to your title game. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Speaking of playlists, man, shout out to Jetson again. I went back and found his playlist of Jetson made another one. Yeah, straight up, like. I could see now, so because it was like a playlist on the Apple playlist, and shout out to Apple for only having this title. You might need to, you might want to get on your game at title. Oh, but man. yeah, it was like a, it was a playlist of like twenty-two of his songs, and the ones that I was talking about was the Nudie joint because he had a bunch of joints with Nudie, and of right. course a bunch of joints with the baby and some other ones that I heard on the radio that day. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely had to. Uh, pull him up but shout out to him um speaking of new music the game did you see his new music video um the post-apocalyptic yes the california love 2019 ayo i have a strange relationship with this man's artistry um i did see that he had a video and it was a post-apocalyptic remake of California Love, mm-hmm. but I didn't listen to the song yet. I didn't hear it yet. I'm oh, not really? ready for his. I'm not ready for Games Antics. I'm not all the way ready for. It. He no, got a lot no, going on right no, now. Surprisingly, well, not surprisingly because he hasn't had he hasn't had a bad album yet. But okay. there's no name drops in this song. Like he's actually rapping, rapping without having to drop the names. All right. I mean, Every I have my three and a half bars. I have my pen ready because it's like a, it's almost an automatic habit to count the name drops in his bars now. But I give it a shot, man, because Game really needs this one. He's going through a lot right now. He's losing court cases and getting judgments filed. Right now, he's getting his uh, his music royalties garnished. Like his he, label has to pay his music royalty to somebody that he's in a case with. So and he's he needs about to hit make the best album ever so he can get that up out the way. You know that 1992 album was not bad. That 1992 album. He don't have a bad album. The he documentary got classics was over. Jesus Peace was probably his best album. Documentary, he, documentary under that. The Red Jesus album Peace. was super dope. Jesus Peace was his best impersonation of all the best rappers that were out at the time, and it was a marvelous impersonation. And it was a great album. Yeah, like, like Ali Bumbaye. Ali Bumbaye is one of the greatest songs ever. Like top three hundred or some shit. Yeah, like the song Jesus Peace. Jesus Peace was crazy. The joint with like uh, the joint with Trey Songs. The uh, Trey Songs was crazy. The yeah, joint what are you he had talking with about? with J Cole was crazy. Yeah. But he was he was doing his best impersonation of those artists on all the songs, and it was fascinating. Made for great music. Sam, we didn't had this conversation. Ross of the game. Who's the better rapper? Of course, it's Ross because Ross formats a better song than the game. Who's the better rapper between the between Rick Ross and Game? Yes. 
Yeah, it's definitely Rick Ross. I'm gonna go yeah, with Rick Ross. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. what are you thinking about? I mean, Easy. the game will give you bars, but Ross can give you the same bars. If you listen to the intro on Deeper Than Rap, it was nothing but four minutes of bars. Nah, I just, I'm just, I'm not even gonna defend it. I'm just oh, gonna okay. take Rick Ross over the game, period, because the game can rap, but Rick Ross can too. So yeah, yeah I'm gonna go with, I'm going with Rick Ross. Yeah. And game didn't start not name dropping until what today? Was it today the song came out? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so today, yeah, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm go with Ross. I like the lane Ross has given himself. Like, he can be irrelevant while staying relevant at the same time. Like, I like I like what Ross do, man. I like his whole movement. This Port of Miami 2 is making me nervous. It should. It definitely, you saw the track list? That track list was a whole lot of Port and no Miami. Yeah, you seen, you heard about four of them joints already. So you already know what type of time they own. I don't think Green Gucci Suit was on that joint, though. Ooh. Gucci, Green, Green Gucci Suit wasn't on there. If Green two, I only heard two songs. There. The joint was Swizzy, and then the um, Act of Fool with Wale. I haven't. I didn't hear Act of Fool. You didn't hear Act of Fool with Wale. It's the I first song I, on the album. Yeah, I don't think I heard Act of Fool. Oh man! So I've heard Act of Fool, Big Time, Gold Roses. I can't get a whole track list. Oh, here we go. I've already heard like four songs on this joint. Act of Fool, mm-hmm. Big Time. Big time is the other. Oh, big time is the one with Swiss. Gold roses. And it, oh yeah, okay, gold roses is with Drake. I think I just feel like I heard uh, Maybach Music Six because they've been talking about it for weeks. Yeah, so right. I haven't heard. I've heard three songs already. Oh out of, yo, what if Maybach Music Six is the joint with um, Wayne and Pusha T, and he just a, ain't put the features up there purposely? It's supposed to be. I mean, I think he's just trying to wait to see what actually hits the streaming yo, services. Like, dog, that, if Maybach Music Six. Is with Pusha T and Lil Wayne, that might be the second best uh, Maybach music song. And I, I ain't even that, hear it yet. I think that what's happening is that he has a song with both of them on there, and they have until before he puts it out to tell him that he they don't yeah, want to be dang. on it. Well, you got till yeah, Friday, like, right? Yeah, right. If you don't want to be on this album, you have to step to me. But as of right now, you want this song. But if you don't want to be on it, you have to step to me and say, hey, take me off the song because Lil Wayne's on it. Or take me off the song because Push T's on it. When is this album uh, going to come out? Is it coming out this Friday? Friday. Or is it next week? Next Friday. I think I think it's Friday. What does it say since you had it pulled up? I'm on a genius drink. Uh, expected August 9th, 2019. So, so that's Friday. This is Friday. Yeah, midnight. So, I mean, is it, sounds is like it, it's going to uh, be up. Is it conv- is it convenient that Jeezy and Ross are dropping classic albums in the same month? Classic sequels, you mean, or like yeah, sequels with? Uh, I don't know. I'm. I mean, I think Jeezy's window closed like two years ago, so he's oh. just getting it out the way. Have you not heard Jeezy songs? I've heard a couple of Jeezy joints, not off his that, new album. That's though. gonna be on T- those songs are gonna be on TM one hundred and four. And if those songs are what's gonna be the layout to what's to be, then it's gonna be exactly what I said, which is one on one mixed with the recession. Hey, what I'm asking for is the recession part two. That's it. That's all I really want is recession part two. You like know, you're not. You know, if he did the recession coke. part two, speaking about Donald Trump the whole entire time, that would be crazy too. Come on, Jeezy, and he'll light his ass up too. Like he'll light his ass up in the. He was lighting them up when Barack was running and back in 08 during the recession. During so, the yeah. recession, but he did it in such a way that we didn't know that he was talking about Barack. Well, man, I want to say he was lighting Barack up, but he yeah, was yeah. like going at the Republicans and yeah, shit, yeah. you know what I mean? Like through his music and just what he was talking about, you know, the, the things he was addressing on that album. So, yeah. You know, I, I, I do believe the new Ross album is going to be dope, but it's Port of Miami too. If it was just a new Ross album, I wouldn't, the track listen wouldn't have bothered, I would have been excited. 
But this is Port of Miami too. If you go listen to Port of Miami, it's like yo, what part of Florida he from? Yeah, man, I rode through some of those parts of Florida yeah. when I, uh, the last couple of years when I was in Miami, and you could you could feel the hustling, hustling, right, as he was driving past, right. past places and shit, right. I think it would have been dope if he would have just got with like Lex Lugo or one of these trap producers in Justice League mm-hmm. and just went back and and kind of re I don't want to say remade it but revisited that sound for a whole album with just trap beats and like Justice League production. So the Throwback Thursday uh album of the day was Dreams and Nightmare Meek Mill cuz I was just in a mood it was August 1st and just woke mm. up feeling like grind mode, right? And some of those songs up there literally had to be raw songs that he was just like, you know what, Meek, you can have these because some oh, of yeah. the Justice League production up there, I was like, how did I forget about these songs? Yeah, definitely, easily. Uh, Meek's whole first album was like a bunch of Ross throwaways. You can look at the singles damn there and just hear Ross on it yeah. and just realize that Meek got on there Except and just screamed the same hook. Um, and then what's that uh, house party oh, no. that wasn't um that wasn't a Ross, Ross would not. Well, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. House party was all yeah that that was different, but. Um, no, yeah, I mean, Meek was so influenced by Ross from the early days. You, it was real obvious at first, but I'm, I like where Meek's going with his career. I know we ain't talking about Meek per se, but I like what right, Meek's right. done. So, no, but no, straight up, Port of Miami too is gonna be. I, oh. I think you're gonna be disappointed, man. I do. I think you're gonna be disappointed. I didn't know Murs and Ninth Wonder was dropping a project, and I have to listen to that. I just saw the video for that, uh, the joint with Rhapsody, Jizza. Yeah. And D'Angelo, I was yeah. watching the video for that earlier. That's a beautiful video. That's a dope song. Is too, it man. a dope song? Because I saw the names up there and I was like, I'm not even going to do that to myself. Oh, no. It's got an old Wu Tang sample. It's got an old Jizza Wu Tang sample that dun, 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 dun. Mm. And it's dope. It's real. And the video was beautiful, too, man. You got to at least give it, a, give it a look. Give it a oh. check out. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll watch it while I'm doing the edits for this. But yeah, no, I'm. If Murs and Knife Wonder are doing a collabo project, I'm a Murs fan now. And I'm a fan of Knife Wonder Beat. Shout out yeah. to the snare that I've used my whole life. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, hey, shout to his exhibit at the um, African American History Museum, too. You know, when you go there, um, there's like a whole section where you can just literally make a beat. And it's like Knife Wonder section of the museum. Like, really? You can, yeah, it's like a whole Fruity Loops that you, you can. It's like an exhibit. You can put together the melody, the drum pattern, and all that shit. Like, it's in the African-American Smithsonian Museum in D.C. Like, I took the kids up there this summer. I've been a couple times, but it was real dope. So What yeah, happens if you make some fire? Can you it, can it, you get that? It resets in, like, four... It resets every, every 15 minutes or some shit. Like, there's, like, a little countdown timer. You get to fuck around <laughs> with it, and then it, like, resets all over again. Yeah, it looks like, like, like Def is walking in the room trying to come and get you, saying... <laughs> Hey, relax, relax, relax. You yeah, want there you... to be a stream next week? Relax. Can you pull? Can you pull the file though? When you done making the beat? No, man. I guess a museum when thousands of people were walking through there a day. And so they why were just can't I get around. my beat? Nigga, it's not your beat. You have like six choices to make the sample with or to make the beat with. Like, oh, they give like, you like six instruments? Yeah, there's like three loops and three melodies and three jump patterns and you move it around and white people are like, oh my God, it's a beat. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. I'm in there like, where's the EQ at? Where's the setting at? How do I roll this snare? Oh, so I'm you actually to get... got to mess with it? No, I mean, I got to mess with it, but you don't have any of those options. No, wow. it's... it's... Right. But there's like a whole hip hop section there. Like it, it's really, really dope, man. If you haven't been, the black part of you needs to go within the next... 12 to 18 months. <laughs> Puerto Rican Tunchi. I would bug you. Yes, it is, Rox. All right. I didn't know that. That's very interesting that Knife has right. his own joint. And it brings me back to my other point that people that like to have 
people like to vacation or like weekend in their blackness. Well, why don't you take a weekend in your blackness at the Smithsonian African American History Museum and, and go up there and figure out what's going on with that part of you, man? Because it's a fascinating journey through the experience of African Americans in the Northern Hemisphere. I haven't been through the museum in D.C. It's free. You know, you can just you Since can just go. Seven years ago, maybe six. Years? Seven years. Huh? Oh, okay. Seven well. Years ago, yeah. There's like a whole new building dedicated to black people. You should check it out sometimes if, you know, you yeah, Whenever I make it to D.C., I'll, I'll You consider I'll yourself stop, a part of that gang. Uh, swing yeah. by. Yeah, all right. Speaking of swinging on by, let's go ahead and get to our featured <laughs> artist of the week's second song of the evening. Uh, Jason Natra featuring Swayze. This one's called Sacrifices. Hey. Sacrifices I make for Jerome. <laughs> what you hustle for? Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. I'm down on my knees. Asking you to forgive me. Cause you know that I'm not perfect. Give up everything. I had to spend up knowing. Everything makes sacrifices. Reflection is the best method. I welcome all of life's lessons. I was always taught to count your blessings, but that's kind of hard when you're stressing. Nah, they didn't get the message. Sorry, I had to leave before it got too hectic. I had to take my shot like a Smith and Wesson. My apologies that left you conflicted. All this bad energy, but I'm the one that's tripping. I see it for what it is, they want to catch me slipping. But I'm always on my grind, million dollar mission. Dollar signs in my eyes, million dollar vision. Got me G O N E. Less friends, more enemies. The streets taught us by any means. Sacrifice time for the glory, fuck you mean. Now sway, sing. Watch over me. This life ain't me. Sway, sing. Another voice message I was too busy getting my voice projected Trying to show the youth just how to get it Invest your money, maybe start a business They say me and the family acting strange Friends switch sides and family sort you a change huh. That's just part of the game Saw your whole legacy throw dirt on your name Damn, why they pray on my downfall But I always bounce back, nigga, round ball Young kings, you can never take these crowns off You lack integrity, I had to get around y'all <laughs> Still got a lot to prove You can gain it all but still lose Try to walk a mile in these shoes Can't tell me shit cause I overpaid my dues I'm True. down on my knees Asking you to forgive me Cause you know that I'm not perfect Gave up everything Spread up Everything makes sacrifices. I'm down on my knees. 
right, that was our second song of the evening. Jason Nash, Swayze, Sacrifices. Somewhere out there in the world, Deo is literally yelling at Swayze to sing. I can hear it right now. But that joint was very hard. You're muted still. No, nah, I was just messing with you. No, I see. <laughs> um, I know what he mean. You know what I mean? When people start turning on you, throwing dirt on your name, you got to just keep pushing forward. You know what I mean? When life tests you with those challenges of not giving a fuck what people think and doing what you got to do, I fuck with that joint. And I, I liked it when on the joint when he was like, yo, come on in, Sway C. And then mm-hmm. Sway C came through singing. Yeah. I was like, oh, look at these niggas. Okay. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Casey and JoJo ass niggas. <laughs> I like that oh, shit. Oh, my God. No, it was uh, definitely the, a vibe. The chemistry. Man. Yeah, the chemistry. That was dope. That was definitely dope, Definitely a vibe. They keep it all I like family. That. I like it a lot. I've always rocked with them. So, shout out to them. Jason Natra, two for two. Featured artist of the week yet two again. We don't really do it too often, but El Capitan is back. Um, no, speaking of Ninth Wonder, I'm glad you brought him up because he posted a great question on Twitter today. Twitter was so oh, lit, man. man. Yeah, it was a little lit today. This man asks, is Nipsey considered a conscious rapper? God damn. You know, and I stayed out of that debate all day, and here I find myself. In that debate. I said I had to think about it. I think he was growing into a conscious rapper. I think he was about as conscious as a West Coast rapper from Compton can get. Like, for real. He looked at his surroundings, looked at his situation, mm-hmm. and he, forgive the forgive the turn of phrase, but he was conscious of it, and he spoke about it in a way that was uplifting and, and yeah. positive, while at the same time realistic. So, yeah. You know, I think it was the West Coast version of a conscious rapper. You but know, then, everybody... but then it made me think, like, what's really a conscious rapper? Because I think the conscious rapper died a long time ago. I think when you're conscious... trying to make conscious rap, like a Dead Prez or Tyler Kweli or Mos or... No, I think conscious rap became its own thing for a second because it wasn't there. But then people kind of started putting that conscious side of their raps in their tool belt. So it kind of got assimilated into hip hop. Like it wasn't its own lane anymore because it became just a part of what you had to be as an artist. Like you kind of had to be related. You had to be conscious in some ways. Eventually, you know, you had to be kind of aware of what was going yeah, on out that's, there. That's different because, you know, you still have street rap, but then you have conscious rap. Right. I mean, but at the same time, you can rap about the streets, but at the same time, Meek has to turn around and rap about, or excuse me, you can rap about the trap, but yeah. then 21 Savage turns around and raps about immigration. He has to show that side. But does, he has that, to show... make, but does that make him specifically a conscious rapper? Now, you were saying conscious rapper, like this is where we're, the box that we're putting him in. I think there's a con- there was a conscious rapper phase. Just like there was a mumble, there's a mumble rap phase mm-hmm. where you could just be a conscious rapper, yeah. and because of that phase, the rappers that evolved and were birthed of that phase had to have conscious rap in their tool belt. Because but think, it couldn't be the only thing they did. Because you, know you I mean? think it went from conscious rap to not being cool to be a conscious rap, so they made you a backpacker, which was right. like I'm all hip hop everything, push my glasses up to my face, right, and right. now is like just completely swung to trap and streets. But if you kind of look at how they're playing with the streets and the politics and survival and like how we got to be better, it still swings into what we would consider conscious rap. So I would say that Nipsey was starting to grow into that conscious rapper role. I mean, I just feel like all rappers, well, not all rappers, I feel like a lot of well-rounded MCs have that conscious 
ability in their tool belt. Like they have that ability to take a step back and get a bird's eye view of their surroundings and yeah. and make observations of it that way. And I think that there was a time where the only rappers rap that way, but now the evolution of hip hop and MCs, I think that now everybody has to kind of be able to do it. You kind of have to be able to show that I'm aware of what's going on the street level, but from a bird's eye view, I understand what's going on outside of my neighborhood too. But you got to think about how that's categorized because now you got fun trap music, then you got street music, which is not fun. Because it's just hard. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not fun. It's just like I'm killing everybody on the block and I'm serving. It's like it's like the baby said when he was reading his Twitter criticisms. He was like, "I will beat you the fuck up." Yeah. Like this like, is not fun. Like right, right. Cute Twitter handle, but this is not fun. Right. Then <laughs> you got the fun music, and you got the people with all the harmonies. And you know what? Speaking of people with all the harmonies, isn't it interesting that the the male rappers now are singing all the time, and these females is bringing the bars. They're on two different pendulums. Bruh. Females are swinging back from super bass because Nikki put them way over there for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> so they got to swing back to the bars and shit now. You know no, what I mean? I'm like talking, they had to I'm swing talking back. about like they're sounding harder than these dudes harmonizing and singing the, all the time. I don't even remember which one it was, and I should be better about this because I'm doing this show with you temporarily, but... Um, there was one of the freshmen that when he, as soon as he started, I thought he was going to rap, and he just came out like half singing immediately. Y.K. Osiris. That's who it was. I didn't want to say his name wrong, but I thought he was getting ready to rap, but he kind of murdered it singing, but I didn't yeah. expect that at That's all. That's a dude was... that always that got my favorite song, even though it's not my favorite song. That I give you the world, baby girl. That's him. It gotta be worth it. Like, you should know that he's going to come out singing. Like, that's all he did to say. He reminds me of the old ABC group from back in the day. <laughs> the, the kids group. Aisha. You know, wow, I want bro. you so. Now that, you all showing, that shit. Now you showing his A. Yeah, yeah. I was like four. You know what I mean? But uh, no, I don't know if J. Cole is the perfect can you see the chat? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if J. Cole is the perfect example of a conscious rapper, but maybe in this day and age he might be. But also He's, Kendrick could be put in there, but say, Kendrick is a little bit so if we're gonna put J let's compare. So if we'll put J. Cole there, we'll put J. Cole with like who would we think, put with him as a conscious rapper? Because if I think of Kendrick, I'm thinking of Kendrick as a damn Dead press slash quality J. Cole, level. J. Cole Wale. Same pocket. No. 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 <laughs> no. J. Cole. Wale is not as good at it as J. Cole is as far as being like more well-rounded. But Wale is a conscious rapper, my nigga. Like, no. Conscious rapper in the sense that he made you take a step back and think about ways to better yourself and awareness of the community, and then yes, he was a conscious rapper. No, that's that's a fact. Thank you for, that's sell, Wale. for telling rocks. Hell no, no. Wale. No, she said hell no to you saying Wale. J. Cole and Wale are the same thing. And this man, Coach oh, no, Savage, no, no. just said absolutely not. <laughs> you You're know? crazy. No, 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 no. What's the, what's the difference between J. Cole and Wale besides their skin color? Oh, they, you got the, the chat is about to murder you. J. Cole can make his own beat. <laughs> yeah. But I think I think Wale's biggest problem is he watches other people make the same songs as him but that but get more attention you know, for it. I've never heard him sing one same uh Cole song. No, I'm just talking about the same type of songs. Like I know Lotus I know Wale, Flower Bomb. J. Cole does not have a Lotus Flower Bomb in his body. And that song was eight years ago. But I am I'm defending Wale now. Yes, I've never you are. defended Wale well, in my you life. Put, you stepped in the shit, so now you gotta wash it off with the hose. No, but think about it like this. 
I know that every time somebody makes a song about brown skin girls, Wale cries because Wale's been making songs about brown skin girls since since 2007 or some shit. Like he's been talking about the shit that people talk about now. He's been yeah. rapping about that shit for 12 years hey. now. Hey, I'm gonna say this: Cole don't even have an attention deficit album. See, there you go. This this is why I like the chat, yo. He don't have an attention deficit album. What you mean? He doesn't have an album as good as attention as deficit. The... J Cole doesn't have an album as good as attention deficit. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, you might be right about that. One. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on the rebuttal. Like, find me one. Wale, if he could capture the critical acclaim with that album with the popularity he wants he would be Kendrick or some shit right now like he he's doing all he's done all the things that all the popular rappers are doing he's already done all that shit Ooh. he just didn't catch for him who Wale? yeah Wale I, I, know, I, don't, like, I don't think it's meant for him to be I, I mean think... when you think of Wale we think of Wale as this big star rapper I don't know I... what more accolades he wants from us I think of him as the star rapper who wants to be an all-star rapper. Really, I don't bad. know how mu- I don't know how bigger you want to get because all of his singles have always been on the radio consistently in rotation. Like, nah. what, what else do you What else do you want? Wale has been out since two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. He should be on the level of a J Cole, a Kendrick, even a you Big Sean. So? You don't he think should so? be He should be on those levels. Yeah, he should be on those levels. You he should have you, like NBA finals you, commercials and shit. Like he should be way bigger than he is. Well, because he, he marketed himself as a pessimist, so of course it's going to be like that. If he didn't market he, himself no, as no, a no, pessimist, no. then he wouldn't be that way. He didn't market himself as a pessimist. He didn't let the music do the talking. He didn't market himself that way. He tried to go market himself, and they found out that's who he was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's fucking miserable in his own skin sometimes. And yeah. when he goes and talks to people, you can tell. Yeah. But if you didn't have to, if you, and that's my biggest problem with Wale. Right. I don't like Wale, but he makes great music, but yes. he just steps, he gets in his own way. Right. But Wale was like the original conscious rapper of this generation. Like, but, period. Yeah, but Wale will let you listen to his track in the car, and if you ain't bobbing your head in the first 30 seconds, he's snatching the CD out and walking out the car. That's the problem. Doesn't change the facts as far as him and J. Cole being in the same pocket of consciousness. They're, they're not both the conscious same rappers. pocket of consciousness. Okay, if you want to put it like that, but they're not conscious. They're not the same people, though. They're not the same people. No, no, no. They're still but they, fruits, but you're comparing apples to oranges. Uh, no, they're both apples, but one's a good apple. One's, one's really green fucking and one's bitter. red. What? Yeah, one's really <laughs> fucking bitter. Like, <laughs> like, one of them apples you could just eat, but the other apple you got to kind of like drink some Hennessy with it or some shit. Like, one's really fucking bitter, but it's still good for you, but you got to be in the mood for that shit sometimes. Like, he's a social aware rapper, not a popular rapper by choice. That's why he may never get the acclaim of a J. Cole and Kendrick, but he is better than Big Sean, in my opinion. Sean is repetitive, too repetitive. Yeah. No, no, no. Wale is not an unpopular rapper by choice. No, Wale wants to be popular bad as shit, and it oozes off of him every time you see him talking in an interview. Now, he's definitely way better than Big Sean. I think he's a better rapper than Big Sean. Big Sean's dope. He can rap, but Big Sean's kind of stale. But he's a better rapper than Big Sean. But no, I think he, I think he's a conscious rapper, and I think he's a very frustrated conscious rapper. <laughs> like, Yeah, I, I just don't know why. Well, because know, like what more does he want like i want him to want? yeah i want him to embrace that but yeah. every once a year he tries to drop a big single it flops then he goes on a twitter tirade being sad about it and why doesn't nobody like me and i tried to do all the things they told me i should do to get you to like me and you know but he's a dope artist he just has to get he has to just settle in his own skin more i think wale wish he was light-skinned sometimes I think I really think Wale wishes he was light skinned. I think he think he would be more famous. He was light skinned. He makes the same shit Drake and J Cole makes for the most part. Sometimes better, more yeah. authentic. 
but he doesn't get any of the recognition for it. I know that shit pisses him the fuck off. Somebody needs to make a song called Brown Skin Boy for Wale. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let him know. <laughs> like, I think Wale is kind of miserable for that reason. But I think he's wild talented. But I don't I don't know what he needs to do. He needs to just chill. Like, just be just chill, my nigga. Like, you got your respect. I think um, I think for the most part, everybody has told him what he needs to do. And this is just part of his personality. So he's just got to learn to accept it. And I think he's tried it too. Like uh, to, to his credit, I think he did go try to do these things, like be more relatable, go on talk shows, and oh, I think he tried it. And like he was miserable doing he's, it. He's light skinned in another life. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's sensitive like a light skinned nigga. He just wants to be able to get away with it the way light skinned niggas do. And I don't want to bring colorism to the show. But you, you bring it all the time. It's, it's <laughs> like swapping out you for sham. Y'all both bring colorism to the show, and I'm looking at myself like, all right, well, here we go again. I mean, we hold these truths to be self-evident, my nigga. Like, that, <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Like, oh man, I got, I got. I mean, I got a couple more things, but we're done. We're done here. We'll just leave oh, it like man. that because the chat's lit. The chat's <laughs> lit. All right, gang. Um, I hope y'all watched the drop. Everybody enjoyed it. It seems to have a lot of views this week. Um, I, yeah. I was completely. I completely forgot about it. I, I looked at it. I did my little post real oh, quick. Man. I was about to walk in the fish store, and then like as soon as I walk out, I will get in the car and watch the drop. And then like an hour went by, and then I see my text messages blow up, and I said, "How did I miss the drop?" I sat back, kicked my feet up, put it on TV, put it on the big screen. You know what I mean, I'm starting to really enjoy this, man. Yeah, I'm getting good at this. Um, it's, it's like a full blown Saturday show for real. Like and I had, I rewatched it and everything, and followed along with the uh, just the chat because it was it looked like that was lit too. So shout out to everybody watching the chat. Shout out to our featured artist of the week, Jay from uh, Jay Sinatra, La yeah. Familia, El Capitan, Broken Hearts Music Group's own. Shoot, we don't have a drop this week. Um. Oh, snap. We've already filled up everything for couch coaches. So shout out to everybody that signed up for the Fantasy League. We'll get your shirts to you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, Rox's uh, show dropped today. So definitely New go podcast alert. The, the return of Q God, a.k.a. Merc, a.k.a. the son of Brooklyn. He's defending his stance against women breastfeeding in public. He thought that shit was gross, and they went off on his ass on Facebook. So I had him on the show to defend himself. So shouts to him. Shouts to Yada. Shouts to everybody listening to the podcast. Shouts to Sham God, Shout Scotty. Out to Sham God, Scotty, as always. And he's obsessed with the soundboard, so you will have sounds. And we might have an announcement later on at the end of the month. I don't know what we're doing. I mean, you know. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do a little something, something special. We'll talk about you know it, man. We'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. All right, gang. We'll see y'all back here live, 830. We out. What's going on, gang? Thanks for watching the show. It's your boy, Tiki Tamil here. Hey man, Sham God Scotty here, man. Hey, listen, man. Appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all watching. Make sure you hit them buttons. Like, follow, subscribe, comment, all that. Do all that, man. Catch us here live Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Join the conversation.